Good morning, everybody. Community Matters. We are here. I'm honored to introduce Pastor Robert Stevens from the Grace Center. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, Cindy. How are you? I am wonderful. Last time you were here, you were here t- speaking about the change makers, and you were taking about 60 kids to Africa. 16. Oh, 16. <laughs> you see, we're speaking into existence. Right, right, right. Next year, 16. Yeah. <laughs> um, 16 kids to Africa. Yes. And now you are here to discuss the Grace Center. Yes. So congratulations on that. I didn't even know you were a pastor last Thank time you. I spoke to you. Yeah. You were being modest and you hid that from me. <laughs> <laughs> you I were do just that here often. as I Robert, the mentor to all the kids yeah. going to Africa. And I was trying to jump on the plane with I, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome. So tell us a little bit, what is the Grace Center? So the Grace Center is a new church uh, that's going to be in the Miami Gardens area mm-hmm. starting January 6th. Um, the Grace Center is a ministry that focused on faith, family, and community, increasing faith, uh, promoting family, and serving our community. We uh, desire t- a ministry for mo- um, uh, to meet the needs of most of millennials in this mm-hmm, generation, mm-hmm. Uh, stepping out of the tradition of the church and what we're accustomed to growing up to providing a welcoming, loving environment. I like that. Where exactly is the location of the Grace Center? Brentwood Elementary. So we'll be worshiping every Sunday at a Brentwood Elementary, which is 3101 Northwest 199th Street, Miami Gardens. Okay, that's right there off of 32nd and 199th. Very close. Yes. <laughs> Brentwood <laughs> Elementary. And the services start at what time? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And we know millennials don't like to be in church all day. So yeah. uh, roughly about an hour, 30 minutes, we plan okay. to worship and have, have a good time in the Lord. Do you guys already have your worship team, like the people who we sing ha- yeah, and all that? Yeah. How'd you find them? So I we, love the worship team at the churches. Like when I visit different churches and at my own church, yeah. the worship team is everything. They're the ones that get you pipped ready to listen to the word. Absolutely. And worship is the part of the service that's really for God. Mm-hmm. I, I tell everyone uh, the word, the preach word or offering is not for God. He don't need mm-hmm. our money and mm-hmm. he don't need to preach the word because that's for us. Mm-hmm. Worship is that a time where you get to be intimate with God and hear what he has to say and get you into the right place for the word that's coming from the pastor. Um, God has been sending some amazing people to help launch this ministry mm-hmm. um, along with some great worship leaders that's going to render service on the uh, January 6th. How cool. So like I said a, a minute ago that I never knew you were a pastor. Last yeah. time I interviewed you with the Changemakers, we just talked about how you were doing some amazing things with these young men it was young mm-hmm. men only yes, right yes um and that you were taking them to africa and so how did you become how does one become a pastor <laughs> i know i am nowhere near becoming a pastor <laughs> but i want to know how you did it how does one become a pastor so i grew up in a uh i grew up in a a church family. Okay. Um, my grandparents were bishops and uh, mm. pastors. My great grandparents were bishops and pastors as well. Um, so I always knew uh, being being forced to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. I always knew that there was a calling on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was that kid that I would set up in the bathroom in my house at mm-hmm. the age of uh, four or five and, and act like you were and a act like I was pastoring. Yes. <laughs> and all of Too the bad kids. Instagram wasn't there. Right. Right. Oh, you would have. 
have been a sensation. I, I was, I was, <laughs> I've been doing this for like the age of four, having the kids in my community mm-hmm. sit on the staircase and we was having church. Um, yeah, so everyone cool. knew that when you came in contact with Robert for the first 20 minutes while we okay. were outside before we did anything, we okay. had to play church. Um, but at the age of 10, I remember it was on the staircase in Alpine, uh, a community that I grew up in in Davie. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we were worshiping. We were just randomly, you know, six, seven-year-old kids outside on the staircase just singing songs that we had heard going to church. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some, uh, the Spirit of God came upon us, and everyone at that age was worshiping, and they were crying, and mm-hmm. it was that moment I made up in my mind, for God I live and for God I die. So I accepted my calling to uh, preach at mm-hmm. the age of 11. Um, but I ran from my calling, like most people well, did. Yeah. I was like, like, no. No, that's not for me. That was okay for the person <laughs> I, standing yeah, behind me. I was me. like, I know God ain't calling me. To, <laughs> no, I'm okay with just coming to church and just, you know, yeah. going home. And going home um, about your and, business. Yeah. And the age of 16, my I started going through some life experiences where mm-hmm. I lost two of my best friends within mm-hmm. two months. Um, and I started focusing more on God. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, God, whatever it is that you want me to do, um, I'm available. I'm so at here. the age of 16, I still before my church uh, Logos Baptist Church and announced to my pastor and the congregation that God had called me to uh, preach so I started serving as a minister, as an associate minister of the church, mm-hmm. and then eventually became youth and young adult pastor. Uh, most recently became the associate pastor, uh, overseeing all of the ministries in the church. And now I'm here. <laughs> wow. So how does, so you were part of that, that church yep. and that um, ministry, but like, how did you decide to to create the Grace Center, like did you create the Grace Center and say it was, this is what I want to do? Or it was a divine you... order, okay. um, a calling from God. Two years ago, after mm-hmm. complete preaching a sermon, mm-hmm. uh, God had uh, put the Grace Center in my spirit. I didn't know if it was going to be. Um, I knew it was going to be faith based, but I didn't know what kind of organization it was going to be. Mm-hmm. If it was going to be an actual church, if it was going to be community outreach, um, and then in the middle part of this year, uh, God started bringing it back to my remembrance of everything that He had promised me two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met with my senior pastor, who's my mentor as well, Pastor Keith Butler, and I shared with him what God had revealed to me. Um, and it was almost uh, like I said, divine order, because when I went to him, he was like, "I was waiting for you to come to me." And tell me this. Uh, what took that, you so yeah, long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> running again after mm-hmm. two years, I was like, okay, God, I'm ready for the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the Grace Center and I started working with the mission and the vision and uh, the area that we're going to serve. And he started sending people to join a lunch team um, that said, you know, Rob, I'm ready to work with you and I'm ready to uh, help you carry out the mission that God has placed on your life. How awesome is that? So a minute ago, you said you were part of what church growing up? Uh, Logos. Growing up, I was a part of Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, which is in Liberty City. Um, Twelve years ago, I joined Logos Baptist Church, which is a ministry that started out of Mount Calvary as well. Okay. And so then now the Grace Center, Mm -hmm. what... Is it a specific denomination? We're non-denomination. Break that down. Okay. <laughs> we're non-denomination. Mm-hmm. However, we're still under the my senior pastor now, Keith Butler, mm-hmm. is going to oversee the Grace Center, which is the Logos is a Baptist church, but okay. the Grace Center is going to be non-denomination. Mm-hmm. Um, 
welcome for everyone. Uh, but of course, being that I'm young, it's to expect a lot of millennials and young people to come and be a part of the ministry. So that's what I wanted to ask you about next. Like you, you, you've repeated um, the word millennials. Yeah. Um, why do you think that the millennials need a different place to worship than? the regular churches that we're used to growing up in and going with your grandparents and your mom. And yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy because and <laughs> I don't want to ruffle no feathers, but we um, realize. <laughs> say what you're going to say, because I'm going to say my opinion. Right. Now, the millennials uh, realize that everything that gr- growing up that we heard far as we need to wear white gloves or mm-hmm. young ladies should only wear skirts. And mm-hmm. if not, they're going to go hell and all of this. We realize that this stuff is not really true. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things that we practice. <laughs> And the non, I mean, in the denominational churches and a lot of things that we uh, heard in the tradition growing up, we realize it's more of religiosity and not actual spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, so the millennials just ain't with it. You okay. know, we're just like, it I'm not going to. It turns them off. Praise. Yeah. And, it, and the church has become, uh, not speaking about one just church, the body of Christ, the churches today has become so judgmental mm-hmm. that it makes a lot of people, especially us young people, the woke generation, yeah. it make the woke generation say, no, I don't want anything to do with with it because and when I go Sunday to church, morning, I'm not going to woke. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be flewed out. <laughs> <laughs> make the, the woke generation say, you know what? I'm going to just stay home. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to say my prayer, and then I'm going to go to brunch on Sunday. God knows my heart. Right. <laughs> That's the favorite saying of non-churchgoers. God knows my heart. I talk to God for my baby. Right. Then I'm so going we, to brunch and have a mimosa. <laughs> right. So then, <laughs> and then I'm going to donate my 10% to a non-profit organization that's out there serving the community Mm -hmm. so our generation we want to see one where our money is going we Mm want to make sure that uh what we invest into the ministry that we're actually meeting the needs of what our heart desires um our uh generation want to also make sure that i go somewhere where i'm welcome not saying that i can't be uh no, I can't learn or I can't be corrected, but I want to go where I feel love and welcome. Mm-hmm. And whatever I may be struggling or dealing with, I know I can get that from the church. Yeah. I often say the church used to be uh, the church was respected growing up. Mm-hmm. You know that when you was walking on the street, you're going to go on the other side of the street. If you're getting ready to cuss, if you were smoking, if you were drinking. Yeah, you and cuss. yeah, you know, the church was the cornerstone of the community. Mm-hmm. You knew that the church uh, was a place that you can go to in the event you were going through anything in life because this was the cornerstone of the community. Um, as the ch- as the years has passed, the church has become so judgmental that people don't want to go to the church anymore. Mm-hmm. People want to run away from the church. So I want to bridge the gap between the church and the community. I, uh, the church was respected by the community because of the presence the church had in the community. Okay. And I want to get the church back into the community so that we can all get back on one accord. And I can't wait, like, once you, you guys get situated yeah. and you start flowing and the wave is there, that you guys start that youth ministry. Yeah, like, I'm excited. I know your youth ministry is going to be <laughs> off the chain lit. Not to, like, use gonna, those slang words for lit. that, describing it, but... No, I already know yeah. you're definitely going to make that connection with the young people that may not honestly feel a connection yeah. in another youth ministry yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know what I always wanted to know? Mm-hmm. How, and you said, what? I'm so, I apologize for forgetting, but what was the pastor's name that you said is going to like kind of... Pastor Keith with? Butler. Okay, so 
how do you come up with your sermon of what you're going to talk about every Sunday? Like the message? Life experiences. Mm. So I, when I first started preaching uh, about 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. I would just study to preach. So I would go in the Bible, pick a text, study, hear from God and study to preach. But then as I started maturing in my, uh, my, my, my faith walk, as I started maturing in God, I started realizing that everything happened for a reason. Mm. So I would take what happened to me um, and I start putting it into uh, sermons and I start preparing and I started realizing what's relatable and hear what God has to say and combine it together. So whatever I may have experienced or anything, my sermons are always first for me. (laughs) And then I use my story. That way you can express yourself more open-heartedly. Yeah, right. (laughs) From experience. Get up there talking about nothing I ain't ever experienced. (laughs) Um, So getting the opportunity to experience life, um, uh, come in contact with individuals that have amazing stories that God has Mm -hmm. done for them, um, and just uh, 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 connections and um, hearing from God is how I prepare for a sermon. So before I was preparing to preach, now I'm just, I find myself every day writing a sermon. Like this morning when I was running to my office, I say, oh, this is going to be my series for the month of January. Oh, <laughs> yeah, That's so it's, it's it's a more as you get closer to God and you uh, create a, a more intense relationship, mm-hmm. um, hearing the voice of God is more easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding what God's purpose for your life becomes much easier, easier as well. You know, are you and just our millennials. Yeah. Um, we're going through a lot, man. Like we are like, like just the pressures of everyday life and just keeping up mm-hmm. and, you know, and I'm not even talking about keeping up with social media. That's another whole demon in it within oh, itself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about keeping up with just the normal things that we got to keep up with. Things are, we see our parents going through just everything. Like what words of encouragement would you I know that's a that's like yeah. a big broad. Like, what can we possibly say? You know what it's, I mean? It's. I was telling. It's I was so telling heavy. my leadership team. Uh-huh. We have to be careful with how we go about with this ministry because what worked for grandma back in the 70s the Mm -hmm. 80s and the 90s it's not working for this uh time what they did back then in church to raise awareness of things we 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 don't have to do that anymore you Mm -hmm. know we have social media take a picture and it automatically go on social media and five seconds later it can go viral based off the situation or whatever the case may be that's grandma them didn't have that they Mm -hmm. had to put the together marches and they had to get a group of people and meet at homes we don't Mm -hmm. have to do all of that it mm-hmm. still works but we don't have to do it yeah um and anybody that may be going through something or especially our generation is to remain hopeful and trust the process mm-hmm. know that all things work together my life verse is romans eight twenty eight, and i know that all things work together for the good i mm-hmm. live my life based off oh, romans eight twenty eight. yeah so and just that's keeping really the faith. a popular like you don't see that yeah that uh that verse on t-shirts and stuff like no, that. No, we need so to get it on t-shirts. It Romans, Romans 8:28. And and repeat what it is? Uh f- uh for we I know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. Mm. Yeah, so no matter what you're going through, no matter what you experience, it's going to work together. It's okay. going to work out. It's going to work out. I read something and it's like so true cuz I when I'm guilty of doing it, I'm like, you know what, Cindy, I'm gonna, mm. yeah. <laughs> It says like 95% of the things that we worry about never even happen. Never even like, never why even are we happen. 
stressing over it. It didn't yeah. go that far. Yeah. Like, relax. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell true. them all the time, ain't no need to cry over spilled milk. The milk has been spilled. Now we need okay. to figure out how we can move forward. And yes. we need to go back to the store, get a new gallon, yeah. or if we're going to put water on these cereals and have a good day. Yeah, <laughs> resolution and forward motion yeah, absolutely. Is, the, is the theme yeah. for 2019, honey. Absolutely. So you are launching January 6th. That's a yes. big day. Yes. I, I can't wait to see what you're going to wear. Yeah. What bow tie are you picking? Uh, no, I think I'm going to do a <laughs> pair of jeans and a t-shirt. Nice. Okay, we're millennials. Yeah, right? yeah. Great center. Okay, so now what have you been doing in preparation? Because January 6th, we're like, yeah, January 6th, 2019. No, it's like a few weeks away. Yeah, so what happened was when I, uh, and I dived in this late. It's mm-hmm. I literally started planning the the lunch for this ministry two months ago. Mm. In November, I put out on social media that I was resigning from my role as uh, pastors of ministries at Logos and that I was going to start this ministry in January. Mm. Um, this was in November. Um, and then a, a group of people came and was like, we want to come and be a part of the ministry as well. Mm. So God started sending some amazing people, amazing leaders, um, that millennials that want to be a part of the faith walk. So I took that group of, we, we had our first information session on in November, sometime mm-hmm. in November, and it was about 11 to 12 founding members that came and learned about the ministry and said, okay, Rob, I'm joining the Grace Center. We took those members, and then uh, most recent on Saturday, we went to Hollywood Beach and had a baptism. Mm-hmm. We had a beach baptism where we were able to baptize seven individuals. Um, and people, thank you. Yeah, it was amazing to mm-hmm. experience. Uh, I had never did a beach baptism a day in my life. I mm-hmm. heard about yeah. going to the ocean to get baptized i was i got baptized in a pool in the church (laughs) right i I didn't i didn't go to the ocean so going to the ocean and amazing uh being able to experience god nature um and people yeah it was so refreshing Mm -hmm. i was like man i can't wait till we get back out here and do it again (laughs) um and individuals that would just this random guy was just on the beach Mm -hmm. and he walked up saw what we were doing and he was like i want to be baptized took off his uh shirt and had his golf shirt on and went down and got baptized in the water so it was just amazing we've been doing little things to connect with the community um having info sessions uh getting people an opportunity to come and join the lunch team um in preparation for january 6th right before we're doing our uh, g unit uh gatherings which is basically a small group i believe mm-hmm. small groups work uh for our generation as well mm-hmm. um so our g unit gatherings take place every thursday at top golf and okay. it's basically a group of us coming together talking about different topics sharing about our week uh winding down from you know anything that we may have experienced and applying biblical principles to our life so that we can keep encouraging each other. And that already happens? Or That's already start, happening. And, and you said every Thursday Every at Thursday time? at 730. And where should they go if they just randomly hear us and uh, they want the to Grace meet Center, y'all? TheGraceCenter.net and all of the information is right there. Oh, if you go on GraceCenter.net, it says G-Unit Gathering um, and it'll tell them where we meet, the time, the location and everything. That's really cool. Yeah. Do you guys play golf too or no? No, no. But I think for the last Thursday of this month, uh, being that this is the last gathering for the year Mm -hmm. before crossing over to the new year, I think we may uh, get a golf tournament going on. Yeah, get some stress out. Yeah. For real. So I just 
again, you just gave the information out, thegracecenter.net. Go there to find everything. The Grace Center opens January 16th. I mean, 16th. Yes. January 6th, the yes. 6th of January. On that Sunday, service is at 10 a.m. at Brentwood Elementary, 3101 Northwest 199th Street in Miami Gardens. Yes. And Pastor Robert Stevens, I am, like, so excited for you. I had no Thank idea you. you were a pastor before. Thank you. And just... Knowing that you're a pastor, like, just makes me respect you so much. Because, so much more, I should say. Because Changemakers told me, I was like, yes. wow. <laughs> now I'm even like, wow, 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 wow. Honestly. Any last words you'd like to tell our listeners before we sign out? The Grace Center is a place that's warm, uh, warm and welcoming for everyone. We want you to feel welcome. We want you to come and worship with us. Come and be a part of what's taking place um, in the year of 2019. We believe that 2019 is the year of activation. Mm. Everything that you've been praying for everything you've been fasting and waiting for it's going to happen in this year because you're going to activate it and make it happen with God so come connect with us faith family and community is our main uh, priority and thank you Sandy for this opportunity um, to share with our community what's getting ready to take place in Miami Gardens I'm excited for the Grace Center thank it you. sounds amazing your girl Super Cindy Community Matters 99 Jams and now it's time for Community Matters events. Here's something you should definitely check out. The Black Masterminds United, they're having their inaugural toy drive. Bring unwrapped toys for kids ages 6 months to 18 years old. BMU holiday social and toy drop-off event. It's all going down at the beautiful poolside of Newport Beachside Resort and Spa. That's located at 16701 Collins Avenue in Sunny Isles. And it's all happening today, December 23rd, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. So again, the Black Masterminds United, BMU, they're having their inaugural holiday toy drive. You can bring unwrapped toys for kids ages 6 months to 18 years old. It's all happening today from 1 to 4 p.m. Poolside at Newport Beachside Resort and Spa, 16701 Collins Avenue in Sunny Isles. In other community events... Mayor Oliver Gilbert presents the City of Miami Gardens Cultural Express. Now, this right here is super cool. The Cultural Express, you can bring your child ages 5 to 13 years old for a ride on the city's new Cultural Express. Each month, they visit a new museum or cultural event in Miami-Dade County. Transportation is absolutely free. And guess what? Admission is absolutely free. I think it's a priceless exposure to art and culture for children of ages 5 to 13. Now, the Cultural Express events are targeted for children, like I said, ages 5 to 13, and their guardians. So adults, you must bring a child in order to participate in the Cultural Express. Now, the Cultural Express departs promptly at noon from City Hall, and it's all going down during the Miami Design Preservation League's Art Deco Weekend. That's Sunday, January 20th from noon to 4 p.m. Now, the Express departs promptly at noon from City Hall, located at 1860. 5 Northwest 27th Avenue in Miami Gardens. You gotta arrive early. Space is very limited. RSVP is required. To RSVP, just go to culturalexpress.eventbrite.com. Again, adults, you must bring a child in order to participate, and the children must be between the ages of 5 and 13. Why not open their minds to culture and art? I think this is an awesome event. Shouts to Mayor Oliver Gilbert. Oh, and I just see a number here. For more information, you can call 305-622-8000. Again, 305-622-8000, extension 279. Oh, sorry. 
1-800-242-7791. It's early. Forgive me. <laughs> also going down in the city of Miami Gardens, they're presenting their youth basketball tournament. It's all going down January 3rd and 4th at 10 a.m. at the Betty T. Ferguson Recreational Complex. That's at 3000 Northwest 199th Street in Miami Gardens. Deadline for registration is December 28th. For more information, you can call 305-622-8080. Again, call 305-622-8080. And that's what's happening in the community. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, 99 Jams.